It might get loud. It might light a fire within you. It's all hands on deck. Now, for your listening pleasure, 94.9 News Now presents Mean Chet Martin, the Long Island redneck Brian Bro, and fearless C.V. Burton. This is Freedom on Deck. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Mean Chet Martin is here with you, and along my side is the fearless one himself, Mr. C.V. Burton. Well, the new administration has declared that there are no rules anymore. You can just break any rules you want. The Constitution doesn't matter. And so uh, we don't have to follow their edicts anymore either. So that's something we're going to talk about, right? Absolutely. We're going to talk about a lot of different things here on the program. Uh, Once again, Brian's not here. Right now, Brian is in Vermont with his father. Um, Continue to pray for his father, Keith, it, it, it's getting, I'm just going to be honest with everybody out there. It, it, the outcome's not good. Um, and I'm sure Brian will fill everybody in once he comes back, but say your prayers for Mr. Keith, bro. We're talking about a, a wonderful veteran, a, a conservative, a great man of honor. Um, I remember the last time when I actually talked to Brian's father, he called me cause he couldn't download the app and he was having an issue putting freedom on deck on and as we were talking and I got uh, into the discussion of where you could listen, we just started talking about Trump and started talking about the country and just everything. And he's just a great guy. Uh, so have thoughts for Brian. Have thoughts for his father. Say a prayer, please. We appreciate it. Everybody on the uh, Freedom on Deck side, this is family. You know, this is family for us all. The CV went through it with his mother and all. a lot of losses that CV had. When one of us hurts, we all hurt. So uh, we have to stay there for each other, and we have to uh, keep God inside the discussion and, and think of that at all times. You have to keep, keep focused on your, on your faith. You do. We got great guests coming up. The big one is uh, William Jasper. He's the head editor over at the New American Magazine, the John Burke Society. He's going to give us a little more time. That's actually going to go for the two last segments that we have with Dana from Long Island, who often goes on with Gordon. He's going to stop by with us first. Me and him are going to get into the weeds with all the controversies that are stirring up around the country. And Keith Lewis Swoop from Swoop's World, he's an everyday, well, and not everyday, every month, bi-monthly guest that we like to have. We're going to talk about all these radical changes coming on with this agenda from uh, Joe Biden and really the people making the decisions inside that administration that's already absolutely corrupted and uh, doesn't look too good. But I wanted to talk about this first. Coming out of RTCV, um, the FBI official that charged was charged in the improper use of the FISA warrants to spy on President Donald Trump via campaign aide, Carter Page, got a slap on the wrist. This is a worry, and this is the kind of stuff we're going to see now. I think that uh, Joe Biden's in there. Kevin's Klein Smith's sentence was a year of probation and community service. Klein Smith worked at the FBI General Counsel's office, the GCO, and was assigned to Crossfire Hurricane, the probe of Trump's alleged ties with Russia that never happened during the 16 election. In that capacity, he altered the email, the CIA that described Page as a source for the spy agency to say he was not a source, 
enabling the FBI to request a Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, FISA, a warrant on Page as a Russian agent, and through him, spy on Trump campaign transition and the presidency. On Friday, federal judge James Bosberg, if I'm saying that right, I think I am, James Bosberg, who also sits on the FISA court, sentenced Klein Smith to 12 months probation, 400 hours of community service, and a $100 fine. So what we're seeing right here now, CV, is a corrupted court with somebody that's sitting there in the FISA who who was involved in this whole thing anyway, giving a slap in the wrist on somebody that altered information in order to spy on an American citizen and a campaign that was led against the Democrats. And it's clear, obvious abuse of power here. And when we're talking about a year probation, a $100 fine, and 400 hours of community service, and CV, you know damn well they're going to let him do whatever he wants for that community service. It'll probably be counted at some office that he works at yeah. or, or or something like that. And and he's just getting a pass. This is sickening. And what we see right now is it, at every turn of the way with the Biden administration, conservatives are being attacked over and over again, being labeled as domestic terrorists and the, and the whole nine. But when you see these people clearly breaking the law inside the Pentagon, inside the FISA courts, they get a slap on the wrist. Yep, Sad. and Sad. It's, he's just a scapegoat. It's sort of like the IRS scandal where they were targeting conservatives and they blamed it on a, a few uh, pencil pushers uh, down the totem pole. Yes. You know, yeah. some uh, some nameless workers... And so I guess that means that uh, John Brennan didn't do anything wrong. I guess that means James Cohen, Comey didn't do anything wrong. Justice was served. So, so what are you complaining about, Chet? This is justice. We we I finally know. got I we know. finally got justice. Some <laughs> some uh, <laughs> some unknown lawyer uh, is getting community service. He'll, he'll probably join a chess club for his punishment. And that's a great point in all of this. It really does go up to those higher names. And um, it's somebody taking the blame. And he's, I think, part of this soft, cushiony, uh, hand-down was part of that. It's like, hey, you played nice with us. We're going to give you this. And, yeah. you know, he's he's going to get help somewhere along the way to push his career forward, probably by Joe Biden or those inside the Joe Biden administration. But... This just shows you that we had four years under President Trump. They blocked him every single step of the way in order to protect these people. And you know what? I blame Barr and I blame that scumbag that was supposed to be doing an independent investigation for this right year. Because you you guys sat on your hands. You told us you were doing something about it. And you didn't. Notice how you don't hear anything about Barr anymore. Nothing about the investigation that Durham conducted. Why? Because he didn't conduct one. <laughs> I know. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Thanks, Barr. Thanks, Durham. You did absolutely nothing. You were just trying to run out the clock. That's what they did. They yeah. ran out the clock on purpose. They did. And then as soon as uh, Barr is fired, he's going on the talk shows 
uh, slamming Donald Trump every chance he gets. We that, That's what he was all along. You know, when he said that, that uh, Epstein committed suicide, mm. I knew there was something wrong with him at that point. But you, you had his number from the beginning. I just don't know why Trump has to pick these these slime balls, these deep staters. Uh, who's advising? Who's advising him? Well, here's what uh, happened. It's I, the- I, I guarantee that that's going to be Trump's greatest regret about his presidency was listening to people who advise him to nominate. I mean, put people up who are definitely do not have his best interest at heart. No, and the problem with it, and I've said this countless times, I I never blamed President Trump for Barr. I never blamed him for um, who's the other one that I didn't like there, the the walrus uh, that he brought. There was there was so many. Yeah, you know, and the and the thing is, a lot of these guys get these positions because they play nice and they're part of the system, and it's very hard when you have folks that are you know, putting up money for you to to run again. And they're saying, listen, you know, I, I'm willing to do this, but you got to put bar in. And that's how it works in Washington. And it's a problem. And it's beyond Donald Trump. And it's beyond the Republican Party. The problem is now, uh, we're going to talk about this in a little, in a little bit. And we're going to talk about it with Bill Jasper too. The Democrats want this mail-in stuff. If you guys haven't been paying attention to be on the books forever now. Does yeah. anybody out there actually thought that this wasn't going to happen? It, it's nope. pathetic. It really is. And now what we have is just a, a one one party of power, and that's what you're going to have for the rest, unless there's a big revolution, CV. I, I don't know. I know. And, you know, we're almost afraid to mention the fact that there is no other option but because uh, everything is so uh, verboten. You can't talk yeah. about this. You can't talk about that. You can't talk about the virus. You can't say that Biden is an illegitimate president who only got there by massive voter fraud. You can't you can't talk about that. You know, all these major, you know, Fox News shows, even Lou Dobbs, you could tell he's not allowed to, to say the words voter fraud on his show anymore. He, yeah. you know, he, he gets around it. He kind of says it. But you know that he's he's uh, tiptoeing around. Certain things that you're allowed to say and certain things you're not allowed to say. I, re- I remember when uh, Bill O'Reilly was still on Fox News, there were certain topics he couldn't touch. I knew there were certain topics he wasn't allowed to touch, like Pizzagate and a lot of other things. As I said when we first uh, came on tonight, that the law just does not matter, you know, and that's what the Democrats are saying. For example, this unconstitutional impeachment scam is not so much about inciting a riot— because there wasn't any riot, I was there. Although that's how that's how the chi- uh, the China crats frame it. It's 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 about him inciting a riot. It's it's really about punishing an American citizen for having his own opinion, thinking his own opinion, and voicing that opinion. It's about depriving the president of the United States his right to free speech. And if they could do it to the president, well, who the heck are we? And you know, it's it's just one thing after another. It is. And from what I want to say about what occurred on the Capitol, and now we're going back a month, and and with you guys were there, you guys saw what was happening. If anyone out there looking and paying attention that listens to our show thinks that that all happened organically, you are not paying attention. That was all done under the guise of disrupting a patriotic 
rally. The people that went inside that building came from all stripes. The people that went inside that building, some were on the extreme right and some were on the extreme left. But let me tell you something about the folks on the extreme right. The folks on the extreme right do not support Donald Trump, okay? It's ridiculous to think that anyone on the extreme right that has any kind of inkling towards Nazism or anything like that would side with a president that supports Israel. You yeah. get, you know, you, you guys have to start waking up here. This was done in order to make the president's last effort to stay in office because the fraudulent election was what it was, uh, less and more ill-advised towards anybody that was supporting him. And that's exactly what happened. None it's of this a, happened by accident. It's a big lie. I was there. I was right up against the Capitol building. There was no violence. There was no vandalism. It's a big lie. You tell me who died. Who was murdered? They, they keep saying people were killed and it was violence. Who? To point to, you're talking about the lady who was shot? She was shot by one of the officers inside. She didn't even do anything. She was, she didn't even have a weapon. And she was shot by one of the officers inside. So wh where's the violence? Who who died? Who died? Just yeah, say I, it. I, I want to know. I want to know. Does anybody know a name? They and say I want to know, know more about who the person that shot her was. I want to know. I want to know we why. We saw the videotape. I it, saw. Yeah, I did yeah. see it. But what was his motivation to shoot her? She didn't have a weapon. She didn't have anything. She wasn't doing anything that was out of the ordinary. She got shot. But tell me why she was shot. And even that, I'm skeptical of. Maybe that was just a big, you know, a big it's, false flag. You know, I mean, we you, don't. We don't know for sure. I mean, there were there no. were like about, there were about like five officers right behind her, in in uh in full uniform. So what were they doing behind her? And how come? And how Listen. come she was climbing up a door? And then it just I hear makes no sense. And I hear those on the left saying, "Oh well, it was all Trump." Listen, if you're dumb enough to think millions of people showed up there on that day for that event and there were no leftists there, you're 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 not thinking straight. Either that or you just, you know, you want what's happening in this country to happen. I feel really bad for you if that's the case. Listen, we're going to come back. We're going to be talking a little bit more about Joe Biden and the fact that the Pentagon now wants to label climate change and will be labeling climate change as a national security threat. Come back to FOD. We've got plenty more to go. Today, I don't know what it is. Something's wrong with our eyes. All right, everybody, welcome back to Freedom on Deck 949 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Next topic is right here in front of me. After that, we've got Dana. He's a uh, local guy over here on Long Island. He calls into Gordon every Sunday and he uh, opens up the floodgates for some of the stuff that some of you may call. Um, the outside thinking that we appreciate on this show. That's what I'm going to call it. I don't call it conspiracy theorists. I don't call it a conspiracy theory. We have mainstream media outlets that lie to us constantly, and they don't get labeled as conspiratorial or 
as just promoting false information to the American cattle that <laughs> line up around the trough. So I like outside thinking because outside is where all the good stuff is. That's true. So this is coming from the Hill. Uh, for those of you out there listening, thinking we're getting our information from Infowars and elsewhere, that's not true. We get it from all sorts of areas around in the uh, Internet. So the Pentagon will now consider climate change when planning war games and will incorporate the issue into its future national defense strategy, according to a Wednesday announcement. There is a little about whether the Defense Department does to defend the American people. That is not affected by climate change. It is a national security issue, and we must treat it as such, Defense Security Lord Austin said in a statement. The department will immediately take appropriate policy actions to prioritize climate change considerations in our activities and risk assessments to mitigate the drivers of insecurity. Joe Biden's new Secretary of Defense posted the following statement on the DOD website on Wednesday. I fully support the president's direction today to include climate considerations as an essential element of our national security and to assess the impacts of climate change on our, you know, this is, I can't even read this anymore. This is just so, (laughs) this is ridiculous, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, Guys, listen, you know, the whole thing with with climate change and, and global warming and the changing of the of the end game it's all been manipulated since the 70s when they said we were going to have an ice age and and coming out and Al Gore saying everything was going to be underwater this that and the none of it ever comes to fruition but they keep on beating the same drum and now it, it we're actually talking about it being a national threat issue now if you want to try to make it so our footprint is, isn't as large uh, as putting out pollutants. Listen, we're the top as far as that goes. If you see the, the Paris Climate Accord, which Joe Biden's jumping back in, by the way, it gives open reign for China to pollute as much as they want. And the mm-hmm. same goes out to India, and the same goes out to... Um, I believe, well, there's, I, I believe Iran it, it is a violator as well. I'm pretty sure they are. This is carte blanche for them. So if it's such a big deal, then how come the climate accord that we're agreeing to lets China do whatever they want? And if you go and you look at what China does on a yearly basis, when they kill whales, when they dump their crap into the oceans... Why don't we do anything about that? So instead of worrying about ISIS, or instead of worrying about these cities that are burning down by these insurrections, by these little leftist pukes in Portland and elsewhere, we're worried about if you're using a uh, a plastic straw or not. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's crazy, CV. And this country is lost. I'm sorry. It's yeah. lost. This topic is too big to cover in six minutes, but... Uh... Uh, hear me now and believe me later. Atrocities are coming. Oh, you can laugh. You know, they laughed at Winston Churchill. He said atrocities were coming. They laughed at him until until uh, 6 million Jews were annihilated and, t- and 10 million other people as well. And this thing, this gives the Chinacrats license to bully pretty much anyone in any industry they want along with micromanaging 
everything we do in our daily lives as well. And this also opens the door to declaring all patriots a national threat as well, which I think they already did. And as Jordan Peterson, who happens to be the most famous and most successful modern philosopher today, he said, mass state psychosis always leads to atrocities, and it's coming. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you there, and it's scary to to talk about it like that. But, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about this with Dana coming up. What's the solution? The solution is going to be, it's going to be bloody. So, you know, there there is the avenue of seeing, are we ready? You kind of saw a little bit about that at the, uh, in Washington, D.C., okay? Are we ready? There's going to be a lot of people that stand up against this. It's right. not going to be easy. So you, and, it's, you, and it's not it's not like patriots are are coming out coming after them no. out of the clear blue sky. No, and it's we're gonna not be going about, to. It's going to be about patriots defending themselves. Who we just want to be left alone. But just they'll leave paint us it alone. the other way. But they'll and paint it the other way. You're going to touch us. You're going to push us. And you're going to threaten us. We're not going to be too kind in return. I'm just going to say it that way. Yeah, we won't be too kind in return. Listen, Dana's going to come on with us. We're going to talk a little bit more about this. Don't go anywhere. we got a great show. More good guests on the way. More good topics to discuss right here on 94.9 News Down. Freedom on Deck 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. In the third segment, I wanted to bring him on. It's Dana from Long Island. He's known. He calls Lielsi. He calls Gordon and Christine every Sunday. He does a great job over there with a show like uh, Gordon's where you get to go on and preach the truth. The sad part of all this is we've seen when Donald Trump said that the journalists in the United States of America and the media are the enemy of the people, he was absolutely right. There's no question. Trump served his purpose regardless of what, you know, he did. I absolutely, I will, you know, Trump kind of won me over. I, I never said, and I still say, I don't trust any of them. I don't, because you know what? It's easy to corrupt somebody when you're in those power circles. And, you know, you don't get there by playing nicey-nice. So it's hardball at, at that level. So can everybody be compromised? But, but, but yes, they can. But Trump showed us a lot. Chet, you're right. It's always been in our hands. We are the answer. Everybody that looks to Q or whatever that might be, the plan, you know, that's ridiculous. They never told you whose plan it was because if it's the elite's <laughs> right. plan, it's certainly you can trust that plan because it's going to happen. Why? Because they make it happen. Because the tools that are at their dispense are, are the, with artificial intelligence. Now, you know, like I mentioned to you prior to us going on, I might bounce around a little bit, but my main point is this. These people are, that are ruling us, they rule us. They have us for, for lifetimes, for centuries, for millennia, really. They have. And they've become now in this technological era. They have their expertise, their level of, of, of being able to, to program us and program events and have us 
the wool pulled over our eyes while they manipulate us through because of course through every one of these events we give up more freedoms and, and, and they have give up they give we give them more control and they never stop. And what would what do we do? We go and we, you know, this last example that we went through with this election that anybody with half a brain oh that had God. their eyes open and they could see that this thing was an absolute fraudulent, stolen, corrupt election. And it was. And I, and what does that tell me? It tells me what I was holding on to, that it didn't want to. I said it, but, you know, my heart, I don't want to believe it. We don't have a voice. We don't. We're given the illusion of choice. And the sooner that we swallow that, the sooner that we have going to stand up. Because if we don't stand up, and what does that mean, stand up? That means there's a lot of ways. I know people are going to get horrified, but you know why, folks? Take off your masks. <gasps> Somebody could get sick from me. Oh, no. They shame us. Do you see how easily we are controlled by shame and guilt? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They shame you for not wearing your mask. They shame you for supporting uh, Trump. They shame you for thinking differently than they do. And when they do that, they're painting you as the big bad monster when we know that the big bad monster isn't us. It's them. Well, wait, and wait, that's wait, the Chad, problem here. Yeah, yeah, bro. Chad, can you describe to me your, the gender of your two children? Are you not? What are they? They's? It's? Them's? What are they? They're boys. No kidding. But do you know, this is how absurd this has become. This is how absurd the things we're given to swallow in there we're being, we're being led by. In the meantime, in the meantime, anybody, and I, I know the people that listen to this station that understand and, we're, and, and we're, were at least open to the evidence that was brought about with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden's connections to China and then all these other connections to China with our ports being sold to China, China having back, back doors to all our technology, us you know, having so many things made in China, all the, the, the liaisons between Bill Gates and China and, and all these other corporate monsters that aren't elected, that act outside of the system, that have complete control, Bill Gates, all these people. And this, this is what's happening. And, it's, and what they do in the meantime is give us more and more to just talk about and more and more that I'm not saying it's not real because when somebody goes to someplace and shoots it up, that's real. Yeah. Somebody got hurt. Somebody got shot. But the events that were, that were orchestrated around it were manufactured. Whether you, you, It's always that same thing with the siege on the Capitol, they call it. The siege on the Capitol. Insurrection. We're good patriots. Planned. We're, we are Americans. We're fighting for the last breath of freedom that the world holds in such high esteem. I'm not saying that the American people shouldn't be allowed to defend their country. I mean, what's it going to get to the point where... You know, they say to us, you're the bad guys because you're opposing the government. That's what this is all about. Well, you know, it's funny. It's funny, Chad, because they had the opportunity. They knew Trump put the cry out. We're going to go there, show up. It's going to be wild. Now, I'm not saying blaming Trump. I'm just saying it's set up. So what do they do? No, no, the guards are letting them through. They, so they do is the same thing they always do. They put people in there. That cause that that are that act as leaders step up with the big voices in the microphone. Go over here, let's do this. And they're always there with the camera. Yep. And they always do you understand so it's orchestrated. And people, our nature, which they know very well, is we're herd animals. We are herd animals. We're like sheep. Too bad. It's true. It Until is true. you start to real it is true. We are led. And that's what happens. And then what they do is they just, of course, grab the narrative. You could have 3 million people there and 10,000 people do something. And the other 200, you know, 2,990,000 or whatever, 
don't do anything, but the 10,000 do paints the whole thing in that bad picture where they become the enemy. Now, all of us people that voted for Trump have a conservative point of view. You are now domestic terrorists, folks. Very, 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 very true, Dana. What they have done is they have labeled us as the as the the domestic terrorists in this country. And we know that the domestic terrorists, they're not on our side. But but, but that's how it's been. That's how it's been strung up by the media. They always do. This is what they do because that man. Here's the issue. Here's what happens is how do you get this message? through the mainstream media. And these are the parts of the ways that we can fight back and we need to fight back. And if you don't take these steps, shame on you. And because then you are contributing to the brainwashing and the propaganda and to the entire process, you need to unplug. You know, Chet, I'm going to drop this real quick, and I hope that people can would would picked up on this i recently saw two videos and i I highly recommend uh people watch them one of them is called the new normal the documentary it's about a 50-minute video watch that video it's about the fourth uh industrial revolution which we're facing it's with klaus schwab and all these people and 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 the the Mm -hmm. virus and how it plays into where they're going because folks they have a plan and their plan is called transhumanism and it is it's to replace us with as much mechanism as they can Artificial intelligence plays a huge part in this, a huge part in this. They know us better than we do. And uh, so the first one is called A New Normal, the documentary. I would highly recommend people watch that. This is where we are going. It's up to us. If you know it and you're open to it and you can see what's going on in this world right now, and we we are the last people right now at this point that can take a stand and stop this if we don't. Our children, our grandchildren, generations and generations to come will live in abject slavery to serve a handful of greedy, lustful, very evil, Luciferian people. And that is not an exaggeration. They are. And how, so, and, and, the, and the question that's always raised is when does it come? Well, I'll tell you, folks, this has been hatched since we became a free people. This is Satan doesn't take a day off. No. No, and they and to them they their their god of light is the is that, and if you study it, you'll find out that. And I no, there is no are. right or wrong. It's might is right, and the ends justifies the means. And we are just cattle, and they deserve to to you know the, to to rule us, and we allow them because we're easily we once they know they know so much about once we're in a state of fear, we are very easy to lead, and they have us in a, a perpetual state of fear. And they've perfected that. Uh, and they do it yes. over and over again. Yes. So, so the things get out of this red and blue thing. Stop playing red and blue. Stop playing that. Stop. You're human beings. We have the same wants, the same needs, the same desires, the same hurts, the same pains, the same joys. We're human beings. We're not red. We're not blue. We're we're we're, we're easily led. But we need to stop playing in there. What they give us. It's as hard as it is, and it's very hard. It is because it is. I can tell you this, Chad. One of the last things I'll let go of my life right now is my cell phone. In effect, that makes me and you and anyone else a cyborg. We are almost, except for that not inside of us, we are immersed with machines. We Everybody are. is. It's yes. so true, you know. They've eased us into that, and they will continue to ease us. It's a very bright group of people that have nothing better to do, spend money on universities, give them their directives, fund all the research, think of all this to-the-star stuff that they can, perpetual life, and this and that. And they fund it, 
And what is their end goal? More for them, less for us. And when they don't need us, replace us with machinery and control us so that we cannot hide. And that's what's coming. The next thing is this great reset to people. They put these words out. It all of a sudden it becomes like all around you hear a great reset. That's what's coming, folks. The, the great, great reset. And you can take the great reset and the new world order and, uh, you know, the, the new wave of what they're talking about. These are all, this is terminology that was hatched up by the Bolsheviks. It's nothing new. But what they, nothing, they've been doing it for a long time. Absolutely. And it's come out for a very long time. Um, but now it's up to us. You know, I've, I've studied history, but it's no longer even important to study history. Uh, it's because we are at such a point in time now that there's no looking back, there's only looking forward. So um, it's very important that, um, that we do understand where we're going, where they intend to bring us, and at that point, what we can do about it. And there are things we can do about it. And first and foremost is to, is, I'm going to say, get off your TV. Get, turn your stupid TV off. Get away from the TV. Go to alternate news sources. There's people out there now that are, know what's going on that, 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 that have spent decades now revealing the truth and have compiled huge amount of, of, of information. So I would suggest you seek those people out, or if you need some recommendations, somehow contact me and I'll let you put it off your TV. Anybody Stop. that wants to get in touch with Dana, you get in touch with me right on Freedom on Deck. We'll send you yeah, over to Dana's we want to get some info. Yes, buddy. We want to get some information out because this is not like, not going to go away. Do you know, Klaus Schwab, I was watching that video. I was telling everybody, the new normal. Mm. At the end of that, Klaus Schwab says, Everybody wants everything to go back to normal. Why don't you go back to normal the way it was? It's not going back to normal. It is not going back to normal. Andy and Mayberry's gone. It is not going back to normal. We are entering in, and now this new thing, once they can't turn our, our, our currency digital, and make no mistake, don't confuse that with crypto, because crypto is crypto and it's better. It's the way it should go. But digital, they have complete control over you. Oh, yeah. Of all of us. There is no hiding that tip. There is no hiding that little cash on the side. No. There's no hiding anything. And if you chat, guess what? You get online and you say the election was stolen, guess what? You don't have access to your money for a week. They're not only going to ban you from Facebook, buddy. They're going to just say, hey, guess what, Chad, bad boy? You don't have any access to money. That's what they've already done. They've already been doing it. They've already so, been doing it. So few people don't want to hear this because it's immense. But it's real, and these people don't stop, you see. They are relentless. They have a plan. So what we need to do is every way we can fight back, we need to fight back. And what, how do we fight back? By not supporting them in any way and supporting those people that are revealing this and participating in becoming part of the solution. And if I could, I implore, I beg, every law enforcement officer out there, every military, every ex-military, look into your heart. Are you American? Do you want to fight for the love of this country, for your children, for what you put your heart and soul out there every, every day? For all you veterans that served, and you look how you're being treated, and you gave the heart and your soul, and you laid your life down for this country, for our freedom, for this freedom, we need to draw a line. And, and, and I'm praying and begging you guys be on the right side because we need you, because we do. We need that. And if, if those people go along, I have news for you. When, if the, when the, once this is a, the takeover is complete, you're going to be the one of the first to go because you're dangerous. Because yeah. you're trained and you're armed. Yes. You see? And, and, and you, could ra you could raise your insurrection, you see? Yes. 
So, so know that. So if you take that side and think you're skating, you're not skating. And you know what? And I'm, in your heart, you don't want to skate. You want to fight for this freedom. We all want to fight, and we need to. So I'm imploring that law enforcement, military people, we need to speak out. We need to start gathering in small groups. We need to start communicating. We need to start planning ahead. Food, helping each other out like that. Stay off the Internet as far as, like, don't participate in Amazon. If you know what, if the guy, if, if the guy Mike from my pillow is a good patriot, support that guy somehow. Support the people that are that that are, that, are, that that have a voice that we that can help us move as a group, so that we can we can defend this. Because Chet, we're in the eleventh hour right now, and and I'm telling you, we are. Life will assume some degree of normalcy until the next event. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you hundred percent. I know, bro. And make no mistake now, one of the biggest things is our guns. They're going to stage major events to get our guns. Because once these events are staged, you know what we got? It's, it's, you know, I'm beyond thinking, Karen, anything. But with all these people on the left, these loony left people, it's like I, 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 I'm just I'm flabbergasted at how easily they buy into all these things. And all of a sudden, you know, you'll talk to somebody and they'll say, well, there's no reason you should call her your daughter. She should decide who she is. It's like, wait a minute. And this is what part of the battle is half of the population is there. Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah, they are. They are. It's insane, Chet. And I know I'm babbling on and on. No. Well, listen, some of them are going to come around and some of them aren't. And we've got to be able to, uh, you know, separate all that and just do what's right. And a lot of it with me and, and Brian said it last week. He said, I'm going I'm I'm uh, going back to the Lord more so than I than I have been, and He's right, and we need to be able to to also have that and have a, well, a know, unifying message yeah. with each other. Chad, so. it's really funny because as I went down these rabbit holes of you know of what people would call conspiracy theory, that they scoffed at, you know, and you see things coming true, and all of a sudden you start to see all these events, and you know, after a while you just know because it's it's transparent. Oh yeah. But when I went through this, you get so depressed. So disheveled, so out of sorts, that if you don't reach for a higher power and trust in the Lord and trust in God, you know, um, you, you go crazy. Everybody, that was the one and only my good friend, Dana from Long Island. He's also a great caller into Gordon. All right, everybody, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. 94.9 News Now and stimulating. Welcome back to Freedom on Deck, over here on good old 94.9 News Now, and stimulating talk. we got a, a wonderful guest coming up right after this, and his name is Swoop from Swoop's World, Keith Lewis, got a good show out there, and you know, the interesting thing about Swoop was initially, the first time around, he didn't vote for Donald Trump, and um, as things played out, that's the interesting interesting thing is he started to notice that the the democrats were out to to chastise this guy no matter what he did so he ended up coming across 
to supporting Trump because of what was was happening inside the beltway of DC. So it's interesting. Trump got 10 million more votes than last time. Yeah. And that's something nobody talks about. And you know, that that's the interesting thing. There are people that, that came over. My sister was one of them. I know that swoop was one of them. And you know, I've talked to other people that have come on over and it just doesn't make any sense why that would result in the results we had, especially, uh, by the way, and I don't know if anybody knows this, but with the black vote this last time around, it was the lowest the Democrats had in black vote in presidential history. So uh, that that really kind of weighs a lot in on this, too, is it being uh, a rigged event. And um, it really is. So listen, I'm going to talk about this a little bit at a RT. Uh, Maricopa County officials on Wednesday decided to approve unanimously a plan Tire two preferred firms to audit election equipment used during the 2020 presidential election. The two auditors selected in Arizona by the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors to perform an audit of its 2020 election results had some notable issues. The Maricopa Board of Supervisors limited the choices to two companies, Pro-V&V and SLI Compliance. Uh, have a dubious reckoning linked to the Dominion voting systems. On Friday, GOP state senators vowed to continue their push to perform their own forensic audit and announced they had hired their own auditing firm. And this is coming right out of their press release. And I have the document right here. If anybody wants it, just email me or, or whatever, and I'll send it over to you. Um, so it comes straight from the Arizona State Senate press release, and they are conducting their own independent research into what happened in Arizona with votes being taken away from Donald Trump and passed down to Joe Biden. Now, it's a story to watch, CV. I haven't heard much about this on either TV, radio, mm. or anywhere else, but something like this could start to uh, you know, bring that discussion back up again, and who knows? It could be something that spurs on some other independent investigations out there. Sometimes something like this happening can result in something much bigger. Yeah, the patriots in Arizona who are all up in arms about this massive voter fraud are not happy about this independent forensic auditing firm that the state Senate is trying to put in there. You could have two. You could. You don't have to have... You could have them do their forensic auditing the arizona voter could have their own team doing their own forensic analyzing as well you know the senate president karen fan said in a statement we must bring back confidence that the election results reported are how votes were legally cast so you see she already instructed what the end result has to be before they even analyze one single ballot or even before they ever attempted to balance the number of votes counted compared to the actual number of registered voters there are. So the whole thing is rigged from the outset, and I have no confidence in their uh, in their auditing team here. No, but there can be, like you said, something else that comes out of this whole thing. And, and, and that's what I mean. I mean, in the states outside of Arizona, we have to worry about what what happened across the board in several states where they gave you Bad results. These were bad results. These were bad results in Michigan and Pennsylvania. And listen, they can tell me up and down that this thing, you know, was was 
straight down the middle. I don't believe it. I'm sorry. It just doesn't make any sense. My, None my, of it does. My big question is, is there a statute of limitations where it comes to voter fraud in a presidential election? In other words, Biden was sworn in and he's, he's supposedly legally the president. But if it turns out that voter fraud is proven beyond a shadow of a doubt, would he have to step down? There would, listen, there would have to be uh, that some of the gears would have to start moving. I don't have the answer for that. When we're talking about the president of the United States and they find out that they cheated on a big, large scale, are we ever going to find that out anyway? Everything just seems so rigged. So, you know, I wasn't bringing this topic up to say we're going to get uh, we're going to get Joe Biden taken out of office, but it's the littlest pebble sometimes that can make a ripple that changes mm-hmm. things. So that's my point. You know, I'm not saying that's going to happen. But yes, if we, you know, if they prove it beyond a shadow of, of the doubt to the American people and to both parties inside Washington, do both parties care? I don't think so. But the American people with will, and they'll demand him to step down. And I think that that's um, demand. I demand a revote, maybe. I think it's a it's a large task, but we'll yeah. see what happens. Anyway, we're going to come back. We have Swoop coming on from Swoop's World. Keith Lewis up next. We're going to talk a little more about Inside Washington and, and all that surrounds that. Don't go anywhere. This is Freedom on Death. Deck 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. He's become a regular guest for us over the last three months, and he's the host of the fantastic program called Swoop's World. Mr. Swoop himself, Keith Lewis, how you doing, Mr. Swoop? It seems like we're going on a quick downward uh, spiral to me. You from the outside looking in where you are, what do you think about this so far with all the um, executive orders? It's uh, it's like a uh, record pace for this guy with these. It is wild and crazy, Chad. You know, first of all, I, I always, you know, when we when a new administration comes in, I always kind of say, "Listen, I don't want the the captain of the ship to take the train down, take the plane down. I, I want I want them to be successful. I'm not necessarily successful with all their, you know, all the things they believe in and run and run on, right. but successful as a nation. You know, keep us keep us strong as a nation, keep us prosperous as a nation. Right. Um, and it does. The, the things I'm seeing are the total opposite of that. I yeah. mean, first of all, for four years, the world was being told by the left that Trump wasn't doing anything, and 
for some reason he's reversing everything he did. So apparently he did a lot. Right. But the things he the things he's jumped on right away really seem to me to be harmful. I mean, he's killing you know thousands, thousands tens of thousands of jobs. He's making we 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 got to a point where we were no longer majorly dependent on foreign oil, and he's taking us back to being dependent on foreign oil. Um, you know, we we were we were no longer um, contributing to other countries' uh, uh, abortions. Now we're going to go back to that. So there's a lot of things he's doing that really don't benefit the, uh, us as citizens. Uh, they seem to benefit others, other countries, other other people. Uh, you know, you, you stop you stop building the wall. You start to let let people just flood flood in here. I don't know how we're supposed to take care of all these people. How we're going to afford? We can't even take care of our own. We can't even take care of our vets. Yeah. So I, there's there's things that are happening here that make absolutely no sense. We had this judge that said, "All right, we're not going to keep these people that are flooding in from the southern border." It's uh, it's beyond the numbers that we had seen under the Trump administration. So obviously, what we see now with all these caravans coming back is there's a new thought process that's saying, "Hey, we can get over into America again, and there's not going to be any pushback." We're told that we're in a um a pandemic we're told to stay home we're told not to go out eating we're told that some people can't work that that we have to readjust our lives with our kids school work the whole nine we have to make every step in order to take down these numbers but here we have a president of the united states that's letting in tens of thousands or wants to of foreigners into the country, and I'm assuming, Keith, that they're not coming over with a clean bill of health. We're not going to have their medical documents. I'm, I'm hoping we're not giving them vaccines as soon as they come over and that our citizens and our children and, uh, and our elderly would come first. What the hell is this guy and his administration thinking, wanting to bring all these people in in the middle of a pandemic? Well, see, the thing is, 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 is it's all about the politicians they don't care about us well, they did tell everybody tell everybody to lock down you can't go get a haircut and then pelosi goes and gets her hair done right newsom uh in california tells everybody you can't go eat in the restaurants and he goes eating for restaurants so it's not about it's not about what's best for the american citizens because we're the peons it's about the the, the elite ruling class and those are the politicians and that's all they care about all they care about is themselves their pockets and 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 getting getting reelected. You know, they can tell us all these things. Now they're telling us we need to wear two masks or three masks. Uh, and then and you, you catch them on a hot mic laughing at the fact that they, they don't believe that masks are really that important. So uh, it, it's it's a way to keep us under their thumb. If you can to control the if government can control the people, I mean, they pretty much prove that they can. Uh, you know, I, I'm not saying that we didn't have a pandemic. I'm not saying that we didn't need to do certain things, but. It's they proved that they can tell us what to do, and we'll jump in lockstep and do it. They were, um, and we have uh, Mr. Swoop on from Swoop's, Swoop's World, and if you hear me calling him Keith, that's his, uh, that's his name. But I, I'm supposed to call him Swoop when we're on the program here. <laughs> from Swoop's World, we, you guys can go look that up. He's all over the place. He's got a great show, and just get his at, in all of this that's happening right now, Swoop. I've heard some on the right saying. That that what Mr. Biden doing here is reverting all the good that Trump created with some of these executive orders, but also on that sense, it's saying, all right, in the next time around, we're going to reverse your executive orders because you reversed ours. And that becomes like a volleying match. But 
what I'm really worried about right now is because on the Senate floor in the in the House, they're presenting bills to keep the mail-in ballot going. And it's even becoming bigger than that right now. So it would be even easier to become somebody that just votes with mail-in. And it's the Democrats that are pushing this thing. You can't tell me that's because they don't want this to be a one-party rule for all time. Swoop. It just it doesn't seem that way to me. It seems like they want absolute power. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, the, the reason that the mail-in ballots were pushed so heavily uh, under the guise of uh, COVID, where yep. you, people were standing, people were standing in line at Costco, but you can't stand in line to vote. But right. That's a whole other story. But uh, the reason it was pushed so heavily is because it it it, it favored them, and that, and that's what they you know that's what they do. The reason they want to get rid of the electoral electoral college, it seems to favor them. So it's not. Doing things on behalf of the of the country. It's not doing things on behalf of the American people. You know, people were always allowed to mail in their votes when they needed to mail in their votes. You can vote Correct. absentee. Sending sending mass ballots to addresses that people didn't request and don't know who lives there anymore, and these kinds of things. There's no benefit to that. There's more downside to that than there is positive to that. You can the, uh, you can argue that it's it's, it's more positive because you got more people to vote. The thing is, voting is a privilege. Okay, you have the it, it's a privilege that you have that you earn that right to vote. You know, by being a citizen, being a per- proper age, not being you know a, a parolee or whatnot. In some places, they're changing some of that. Right. Uh, but it doesn't. It doesn't. It's not an automatic thing. It's you you have to ha- you get to have done. You know, you don't. It's just like driving. You have to go get a driver's license. To there's a lot of things you have to do. You have to meet certain criteria to do, and they're privileges. And yes, voting is important, but it's it's all it's also important that we get it right. It's not. It's also important that we we, we eliminate as much fraud as possible, regardless of who who you believe won this race. You cannot say in clear conscience that you didn't see some horrible things going on here. Correct. That may may have may have thrown this race. I mean. I've never heard in the past where people, when they say, "Oh, we're going we're, we're to stop counting, we're going to bed for the night." I mean, Seven Eleven's open all night. You mean you can't? You don't have people that can. can uh, well, that was and, well, and that was it. Ballots all night. That was it. Swoop. What they did was they said we're not doing it anymore, and they shut out the uh, the GOP, but they kept it open for them as they started ushering these ballots in that, that came in for Biden. And that's the argument that's made with CNNs and your CBS and your ABCs of the world is that, yes, there was cheating, but it didn't affect the election. You know what? Listen, if there was cheating in multiple states, which we have evidence of, we have video of, I don't really care what the judges said. I'm tired of hearing that excuse. If we had cheating and we see it and it's on camera and by all accounts, it was large scale because we see a lot of boxes and crates being brought in or out. You know what? We have to redo the damn thing. That's all. And if Biden wins, he wins. You know? Well, that's the thing. It, 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 it's, it's so interesting to me where I hear these uh, these talking heads talk about not wanting to, 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 to review these things and review those things and make sure these things are done correct. Yet, you watch any sport, any sporting event now, they stop the game for, for uh, instant replay. The, oh, yeah. the umpire goes back and, re- and reviews the videotape. You try to tell me that the, 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 the president of the United States is not, as, is not as important as who wins the Super Bowl, not as important who wins a, a playoff game, or who wins the World Series, or, or who wins the game to get you to, to these events. I think I think being the president of the United States is much more important than whether or not the Giants beat the Jets. 
Yeah, I do too. Although the Jets would never be in the Super Bowl, so I don't know what I'm saying. I know we have Jet fans that listen to the show, so I'm sorry, guys. Listen, I'm a Giants fan, and, and um, you know, we don't look too good either, so no shots taken. But you're absolutely right. There's a there's this um there's this idea that voting's so important, right? It's so important. Right. It's, it's it's supposed to be the highest honor that we have as a citizen, but it's not being treated like that, is it? No, it, it isn't. It, it, it's it's so part, first of all, it's so partisan. Yep. And, and and I I kind of get that, but we, we we've gotten to the point where it's so divisive um, that it doesn't even matter anymore uh, if, if something was done wrong. As long as your guy got in, then. Let's move on. And, and I'm. And it's interesting that the, the, the left, who keeps saying it's time to move on, uh, you know, you, you you didn't concede, whatever. Never conceded for the last four years. Right. Never, never moved on. Never uh, gave the guy a chance. You know, and and I and I, I talked to friends. I have friends on both sides of the aisle, and I, and I talked to them. About, I talked to them about this back when Obama was, you know, was was, was in charge for eight years. It's like, okay, well, he's the guy, so let's hope that we come out of this better than we started, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, but uh, you know, they didn't, you know, they, and I got friends that did not like him at all, but they didn't sit here and, and try to bring him down for four years no. or eight years or anything like that. And, so, the, and the difference uh, was it, it, that we, we gave him a chance, but, but now I think the difference is, Keith, we see that the whole process is, is crooked. That's the problem with uh, with Biden more so than the result in him being in office is that he didn't win. And a lot well, of people saw, feel that way. Seen, what we've seen over the last five five years or so, four or five years, is how badly things have gone on in government. I mean, you, you saw it with collusion. You saw it with, you know, um, uh, these, the, the, these impeachments and, and things like that. You mm-hmm. saw how partisan things became and how a lot of stuff we're being fed by the by the mainstream media it just doesn't ring true, you know. And then when it doesn't ring true, nobody nobody gets punished for being, being you know for lying or or creating these things. They just they they, they want to move on on their on, on their side of the aisle, but they don't want the the right side of the aisle to move on. Or I mean, they they want the right side to move on, and they don't they don't move on, you know. So, it's it's it, you're right. It, we've seen how horrible things are in government, and how horrible things are with our election process, and we we need to straighten these things out. We, I mean, we cannot continue on as a nation like this. And you would agree that the media has become far too powerful. Oh, <laughs> without a doubt, uh, without a doubt. I mean, you, you, the things that they listen. Listen, we talk we talked about COVID. What did they tell us about hydroxychloroquine? They told us it was horrible and all these things, mm-hmm. and, it's, and you know it's going to kill people. And, mm-hmm. and the doctors, the doctors that were promoting it were, uh, you know, quacks. Snake, yeah, snake oil sells people and everything. And you know, another report came out this week talking about how how successful yeah. it's been and things like that. But if you talk to anybody on the street who really doesn't, you know, follow news as often as you and I probably do. They just remember all the stuff they heard from the from the press, and they'll just go, "Oh, why would you? Why would you even want to take that? Well, that you know, that's the stuff that Trump was talking about. It's got to be horrible for you, you know." You know so, what? You know what yes. the truth is? It was it's cheap and it works, and that's why they don't want us using it. Yeah, but, but <laughs> the press it. pushes that. The, the right? Press pushes yeah, of course. It, you know, yeah. So it, it's and they have way too much power. Way too much power. And worse of all, if that had happened, uh, Trump was right. You can't let Trump be right about anything. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> about anything. And that's and that's the that's the problem with with, and, with, with, with our politics right now. You, you you need to tell me you have to go in and, and, and sign executive orders to reverse everything he did. He didn't do one thing right in, in four years. No, and that's what you know. And and I've said this before with you. You know, you're you, you know you're in the center a little bit. You're libertarian. You didn't vote for Trump the first time. But what I noticed when you were going on uh, shows that I would listen to, you realized what they were doing to this guy over time, and that and you were honest about it and saying, listen, let the guy be the president. Let him make the decisions without going down his throat every single step of the way. And that's what they did. They tried to impeach him before he was in office. They were talking about impeaching him. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so that, that, that right there shows me you have no desire to see what, what, see what the person that the majority of the people elected, yeah. you know, uh, is going to do. Or also you have no desire to see us succeed as a nation unless your person's in charge. And now I'm looking at, at, at who we have in charge now, and it doesn't look like to me he wants to see us succeed as a nation. I mean, the things he's doing is gonna is gonna crap the economy. It's gonna you know listen, gas prices are just shot up in the last two and a half three weeks. I know. Uh, you know, I don't I don't see anything that he's doing that's gonna benefit us, especially us middle class. American. Let everybody know where they go and listen to you, Swoop, at Swoop's World. Swoopsworld.com. Uh, you can just go there and, and see, and there's, you know, all our shows are archived, and anything pops up there, you can check us out there, and you can go to Swoop's World uh, Facebook page, and we'll, we always post when we got something coming up new. Let's get you back on in February, brother. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks a lot, Chet. Always a pleasure. Absolutely. Everybody, that was Swoop himself from Swoop's World. Go on to the site. You can check out all his back shows. He's got a great show, a lot of different stuff that they talk about over there. And he's just a wealth of knowledge, and he's a great guy. All right, so listen, we got um, we got a great show coming up. Stay here right now, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. You may ask yourself, how do I work this? And you may ask yourself, where is that large automobile? And you may tell yourself, this is not my beautiful house. And you may tell yourself, this is not my beautiful wife. All right, everybody, welcome back to Freedom on Deck 94.9 News Now. I wanted to talk about this a little. It's coming from the Epic Times. Democrat lawmakers on Thursday introduced a bill dubbed the Vote at Home Act, which seeks to massively expand vote at home ballot access, enacting automatic voter registration and providing voters with prepaid ballot envelopes to fight voter suppression. The initiative stands in contrast of the bill introduced by Republicans several weeks ago, which seeks to tighten voter registration verifications and narrow rules from when the mail-in ballots can be accepted in a bid to strengthen the integrity of the federal elections comes from the Democrats, not from the Republicans. And lawmakers said that the introduction of the bill was encouraged and described as the successful expansion of voting at home. Listen, I'm going to tell you guys something, first of all. This year, when I voted, I did it after work. I didn't have the luxury of sending it in by mail, and I didn't want that luxury because what I think is every American civic duty is to carve out a little bit of time to go down and vote. I'm sick and tired of the lie 
about voter suppression in the minority community because that's a sack of you-know-what. You can get your rear end up to go down to the local Walmart, though. You can get your rear end up to go down off-track betting or to go down and get your cigarettes, but you can't go down to vote. I don't want to suppress anybody's vote. And listen, this whole thing is being rigged in a way as to get illegal votes counted, voted out of state counted. For God's sake, CV, this year, there were people voting in the elections. They found out the people didn't even exist. They weren't real people. This, this, is, this is a problem. And I'm telling you, man, this is ushering the one party. It's not, you're never going to have a chance. I know. It's uh, what I've been saying from the outset of this whole show is that the, the, the Chinacrats are basically saying that there are no rules anymore. You don't have to obey the law. There's no constitution. We ripped it to pieces. And I've also been saying that the Chinacrats brazenly and unconstitutionally ripped off this election in the cold light of day. And they did it proudly and in plain sight. And now that they've usurped all power, I knew they were going to reinforce voter, the, the voter fraud machine even greater and even more resistant to integrity and transparency than ever. We have essentially lost the United States of America. It does not exist. Every institution in, in our government, every agency is corrupt. The Department of Justice is corrupt. Uh, William Barr was corrupt. Durham is was was just trying to run out the clock. The whole thing is rigged, and and we're it's it's going down a bad bad slippery slope. And I'm just not going to vote anymore. And furthermore, I'm not going to pay my taxes anymore. I'm not going to pay any laws anymore. They the China crowd said we I don't have to. They don't. Why do why should I? This is what we've given back to all those veterans that went into the canopies in Vietnam or stormed the beaches in Normandy or battled on fields in the South to make America what it is. This is what we're giving back to them. This is a disgrace, I'll tell you. There is going to be reckoning coming, and it's not coming. It's not coming slowly. God will have his day. God will have his day for a country that was formed under God by the rules and regulations of the Christian American. And if you don't like me saying that, I'm sorry. It is what it is. You're going to have to fight for it. This is the time. It's coming fast. I'm telling you, that we. It, it, it's been explained to everybody that it's coming. Well, now you're seeing it's really rigged. You know, it's reared its ugly head in a big way because we made a decision to go with an American patriot as the president of the United States. Make no mistake about it. When we made that decision, that set this off because they don't want us to be a free people. And where are the Democrats celebrating Biden's great victory? Uh, I, I watched inauguration day. There wasn't any, there wasn't any crowd whatsoever. No, it's uh, like cheering Hol- him on. It's like not, not real people. Maybe just, maybe just the media. Or, yeah. uh, you know, or his, or his people, his inner circle were there clapping. Uh, or the three former presidents were up there all cheering him on. But uh, the, 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 the United States population was not out there cheering. I haven't seen any Democrats looking particularly proud of Joe Biden. Not one. They, in fact, they look sheepish to me. They look like they're ashamed as if they had any shame. 
All right, listen, guys, we're going to come back. We got William Jasper on the line now. We'll come back. The last two segments coming up. Stay here. Don't go anywhere. Important discussions right here on Freedom on Deck with Bill Jasper. Secondly, we're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. to Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now, and Stimulating Talk, WJJF on your FM dial, Connecticut, Long Island, and Rhode Island. Don't forget to go to freedomondeck.com. Check out everything we have to offer for you over there, the great backtracks, all the articles, all the opinions, all the memes, which is a fun little place to go. We have some fun stuff on the website, so go check it out, please. We appreciate the traffic. You know, it's been a few years since having our featured guest on the show today, and he's the senior editor at the New American Magazine. He's a member of the John Burt Society since 1976, and he's a national speaker, columnist, and author. His book, The United Nations Exposed, is still very recognized as one of the first paperbacks to give us a clear look into the coming new world order. And I'm talking about Mr. William F. Jasper, Bill, Bill Jasper himself. Bill, thanks for being on the program this week. Well, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be back. I'm glad to get you back. I'm sorry it's been so long, but I thought it was a great time to do it with your latest piece coming out on January the 28th in the New American Magazine, which everybody can go look up online as well. And it's titled Globalist Sock Puppet and His New World Order, Build Back Better and the Great Reset Themes. And, you know, this is um, this is really going into what Joe Biden has and and his past that's kind of intertwined with the NWO and it goes back to a piece that he wrote into the Wall Street Journal you kind of dive into this how long has Joe been a part of this thing and and how indoctrinated is he well uh, if you, we we publish in the new american our freedom index and we've been publishing that in our online and uh, in the print magazine uh for uh, well, the Freedom Act Index for about the last 15 years before that, we called it the, the Conservative Index, uh, going back uh, 50 years. And uh, so we've covered all of Joe Biden's uh, congressional career, uh, which has basically been all his adult life. And uh, like so many politicians, in the very beginning, Joe uh, had to deal with the uh, constituency that surrounded him and that elected him. And so uh, being a 
quote unquote Catholic, which he isn't. Uh, I'm, I'm a Catholic. I, I reject him as a, as a, as a fellow Catholic. He, he supports all the, uh, all the evil agenda of, uh, of abortion and LGBTQ and all, all that stuff that, that is uh, completely in violation of, of his, uh, of his alleged faith. Mm. Uh, but I mean, early on in his career, and we saw this with the Clintons and with so many others on the left, they did what they had to do. So uh, early in his career, he took some pro-life positions. Uh, he voted against abortion on a number of occasions and whatnot. But as, as things went along and as the media and the left uh, made it more acceptable, uh, he changed with them. So uh, he became, actually, when uh, in the issue of uh, globalism that we're talking about, um, that goes back a long, long ways. And he most uh, notably uh, made that uh, evident when he wrote the, the piece for the Wall Street Journal called How I Learned to Love the New World Order. Mm -hmm. And... You know that was uh, that was back in. Uh, you can correct me. I had it in my article. I don't have it right here in front of me. I think it's 2006 or 2007, uh, somewhere back then. But in that article, he makes it very clear. This is his Wall Street Journal op-ed that he's all for the United Nations, that empowering the United Nations. This has been the big goal of the New World Order of all the globalists, particularly those associated with the Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, Bilderberg, is to bend, to create a world government by empowering the United Nations and its auxiliary and ancillary agencies and organizations, such as the World Trade Organization, the International Criminal Court, etc. They want to empower the United Nations globally, politically, economically, socially, militarily. Uh, they want to have a global armed forces that would not be under under the control of any of the nation states, including the United States. And so Joe Biden has uh, been involved in promoting that uh, for uh, at least the last 30 years. So this is not something new. Uh, his, his cohorts in the media have constantly portrayed him as a centrist. Yes. Uh, so they, they, they contrast him with the, uh, uh, Ocasio-Cortez's and those who make a, a much more uh, robust and noisy clamor on the left. And that helps uh, Pelosi and Biden and Schumer look a little bit more moderate. But when you look at their actual programs, what they are promoting, and you look at, at uh, Biden right now, everything he's promoting from his Green New Deal uh, to uh, his uh, Sustainable Development Goals, is build back better. That's all UN propaganda, as we point out in the article. And as Alex Newman and other of our writers have pointed out in the last several months, the the build back better uh, slogan that uh, that uh, Biden came up with uh, this past year wasn't his. It's like everything else he's plagiarized. He took that from the World Economic Forum and from the uh, United Nations itself that the Build Back Better is all over the United Nations website. It's all over the World Economic Forum website. So uh, you see Biden uh, uh, chanting this meme, uh, just like the rest of the 
uh, p- uh, politicians around the world. It's really quite comical if it were not so sinister. You see uh, Angela Merkel and uh, Justin Trudeau and Boris Johnson, all these different world le- leaders using this same slogan, build back better, the great reset, build back better, sustainable goals. They're all chanting this mantra as if they are automatons or some kind of uh, uh, zombies in a trance uh, by some uh, uh, global Sauron or or uh, some other master manipulator. And actually, that's that's what we're seeing. We have William F. Jasper, Bill Jasper on the line with us uh, from the John Birch Society, also a lead editor over at the New American Magazines and so many other hats that uh, that Bill wears. Now, Bill, there's um, the relationship that Biden has built with the Council of, of Foreign Relations. And for anybody that doesn't know, uh, who is promoting the NWO. And from, from what I see in your article, he's starting to appoint CFR globalists to the top slots in his administration already and supporting all measures to increase power of the United Nations. Now, if this is what's happening now, where are we going to be in four years, uh, Bill? I mean, is there any way to stop this guy from what he's doing? Is over 32 executive orders he's put into place, far more than even Barack Obama did at this point. Well, yes. Uh, there's no mistake that we're in a very desperate state. And this is what we've been warning about for, for decades, that, uh, look, folks, we are in a war, and only one side is fighting. Too many uh, American... Uh, patriots who are uh, good people uh, have basically been sitting on the sidelines. Yeah. And the enemy, it, it means to take it all. Uh, and the enemy is the socialists, the communists, the globalists who are all working together. And we see this very closely with the Chinese Communist Party, which runs China, the biggest chunk of humanity in the world, working very closely. And this is a bipartisan uh, treason issue here because they're working very closely with the Republicans and the Democrats. Sure. And this duopoly uh, has been running this charade trying to make us believe that, oh, if we're a Republican, all we have to do is oppose the Democrats. Well, we saw in this last election that so many of the Republican leaders in the Congress and in the state houses capitulated. They caved in. They sold out. Why is that? Well, because so many of them are actually working with the very real identifiable enemy in Beijing. And uh, I mean, and so we saw Governor Brian Kemp and all these other Republican governors and secretaries of state and uh, leaders of state legislatures all sitting on their hands, refusing to do anything to stop this deal. And they had the ability to do that. Why, did, why didn't they do it? Well, because um, I, I, 10 years ago, a decade ago, we gave a very signal uh, warning on this. I attended as our main uh, correspondent the National Governors Association meeting in uh, Salt Lake City. It was the first time the National Governors Association had ever brought the governors of China over to the United States. And why did they do that? Because these wonderful governors of China were going to help confect deals uh, with the governors of our states so that they could invest in America and we could invest in China, part of this convergence. And so we had all these governors come there, uh, 
all these communist officials called governors from China, and they were wined and dined here in the United States, and they brought hundreds of their own propagandists, whom they called journalists, here to the United States, and wrote all kinds of stories and did all kinds of propaganda for it. And that's what that's what has happened over the last 20, 30 years. Uh, we now have uh, communist Chinese operatives in our universities, in our colleges, in our think tanks, in our uh, medical schools, uh, and and uh, in and, our media. And sleeping with our congressmen. And, and sleeping with our congressmen, as we saw in the case of, of Eric Swalwell. And uh, Fang Fang, the operative who, who slept with him, uh, also slept with some Midwest mayors and one of the they realized that the, the the mayors, the county commissioners, the state legislatures are the ones, by and large, who move up then into the uh, Congress, into the House and into the Senate. And so they've invested a lot in courting and uh, seducing and compromising uh, local and state officials as well. All this and comes so out, Bill, you- with, with Eric Swalwell and Nancy Pelosi puts him to head up the fraudulent in impeachment against Donald Trump again so that Donald Trump can't run. You know, how the hell do they put this guy to, to the head of this committee knowing that he slept with our enemy? Yeah, I, I mean, so, so that's the desperate straits that we're in. And so here's so you ask, what can we do? Well, one of the things there are still many things that we can do, obviously. Uh, right now, when we see big tech shutting down even our ability to uh, communicate and express ourselves, going really uh, attempting to destroy the First Amendment, uh, it, it's it's showing that we have to uh, really get very aggressive and mean business right now. Uh, so what can we do? Uh, first of all, at the state level, uh, people need to remember that the United States is not a democracy, it is a republic. We still have something of a republic left. And there's a difference there. That means that it's not just a majority rule, it is supposed to be rule of law. You know, Nancy Pelosi and Schumer and all those people talk about the rule of law all the time, they don't mean that. The rule of law means that uh, the same law applies to everyone and that we have a rule of law to, to govern the government. So the government is limited. And in the United States, we have, as Madison and Jay uh, and others have pointed out, we have a compound republic. We have a Republican government at the federal level, and then we have Republican uh, state government. And And the states are supposed to be one of the major checks and balances against an overpowering federal government. And so we have to uh, get our state governors, our state legislatures, our state attorney generals to step up to the plate. Some of them have, over 22 have now uh, put uh, the federal government, the attorney generals of uh, states have put the federal government on notice that they're gonna be suing them in, in court if they step over their bounds. Well, that's only one thing, one area that they can work in. We know the courts uh, are a disaster because uh, the the globalists, not just Demo- liberal Democrats, the globalists, Republicans, and Democrats, have been appointing activist judges, most of whom are ACLU or National Lawyers Guild leftists, to positions of power in the state and the federal judiciary for decades. Uh, and so, and uh, Pelosi now and and company want to stack uh, the Supreme Court even more. So. Um, so th- that's going to be 
uh, a big area where we have to get our state legislators, uh, we have to just let them know, look, if you did not do your job here on standing up uh, for not just for Trump, uh, but for the republic here and against this this really uh, criminal uh, systemic voter fraud that went on, then uh, you're not going to be back in there again. Uh, this is going to be a laborious uh, effort, but we, you know, what 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 other uh, choice do we have? We've allowed the freedoms and the legacy which we have received to be taken away, and we have to get it back. And it can be done, and so we're going to have to work very hard. Uh, we're going to have to pray and sacrifice and fast, I believe, because. It's going to take. This is not just something that mere human effort is going to is going to change. We've allowed the rot to get very deep. It's going to take uh, divine intervention, but it's not going to be done by God alone. Uh, he always requires his human creatures to do their job, and so we've got to do that. We've got to pray and work and get busy, uh, communicate while we can with our uh, fellow citizens. Uh, you know, and, uh, as you mentioned, I'm the senior editor of the New American Magazine, have been for 45 years. Uh, I was a, uh, our correspondent at the United Nations for over 30 years, accredited there. The UN hated me. They didn't want to give me my credentials, but they did, and I hated them in return. Right. I, I was about the only journalist there at the United Nations in New York or at their summits around the world who didn't just rip and read whatever their propaganda departments put out. Uh, most of the journalists there, whether from the New York Times, ABC, NBC, PBS, BBC, they just regurgitate what, uh, all of the feel-good propaganda that the UN puts out. And uh, so they didn't like me because I was constantly pointing out that they're a huge dictators club of mass murderers and torturers and uh, communists and socialists, <laughs> and they didn't like that. So, I'm sure they didn't. So uh, uh, we have to um, make sure that uh, we don't uh, fall into that same category because we already see all of the so-called blue states uh, are turning into hell holes. I mean, from, from San Francisco, Seattle, and Portland and uh, out to uh, New York City, Washington, D.C., Baltimore, that's what, that's what the – socialist uh reign does to a to an area so uh, if we if we don't want the united states stand up like venezuela or cuba or china uh we better start fighting and uh <clears throat> for many years um well as you pointed out i'm a uh the new the new american magazine is a subsidiary of the john burt society and a lot of people uh in fact probably many of your listeners have heard that the John Birch say, oh, it must be some ter terrible, racist, uh, uh, misogynist uh, organization. They've heard bad things about it. Well, consider what we've seen over the last four years. Uh, anybody who opposes the left-wing agenda is called a fascist, a Nazi, a Ku Klux, or uh, a not, uh, 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 some kind of evil, uh, racist, misogynist, uh, and, and uh, so everybody is beginning to see what we have felt for the last 60 years. Absolutely. Uh, uh, we're beginning to see that every Christian, every conservative, every patriot, and in fact, 
even among the Democrat leftist socialists, many of them are now getting tarred with the same brushes. Why? Because as it's a famous saying amongst the communists and the revolution that the revolution eats its own. Uh, pretty soon they're, they're accusing each other and dragging each other to the guillotine or to the, uh, uh, to the galleys or to the firing squads. And that happened in the Bolshevik Revolution and the Spanish uh, Revolution, uh, the Civil War. It happened every place where the communists have taken over. Yeah. And it's happening now in the, in, in the Congress where AOC and the squad are accusing everybody else of uh, not being revolutionary enough. And you see it in the Black Lives Matter movement. Where, Absolutely. Uh, where they're, uh, they're all communists, Marxists. Uh, so they start fighting amongst themselves over who is more revolutionary, who is more politically correct. No, they could, they labeled Congressman Cruz as a terrorist and said that uh, him and uh, Josh Ali were, were enemies of the state. So this is, this is the kind of rhetoric they go through. And, you know, on our biography, if you ever, and just so you know, if you look on our biography on freedomondeck.com, one of the first things it says, we're all members of the John Birch Society, and we're all proud to say we are, and we appreciate everything that you and Alex and everybody over there does, because out, without you guys, there's a, there's a, a definite void that you fill, and, and I just want to thank you myself, and I want to get you back on on a regular basis, uh, Bill, if that's if that's good for you. Oh, yeah, I'd be glad to, glad to come on. I'm, I'm honored to do it. It's so refreshing to have uh a, a program like yours that uh, that holds fast like you do uh you know when you look across the the spectrum there's a lot of conservative groups out there but you know what and a lot of them even will talk about the deep state almost none of them will ever mention the council on foreign relations yeah which is the big elephant in the room i mean it's right yes, there. It is. They're, they're afraid to do that why because when they do they're going to get attacked and they don't want to be attacked they don't want to be smeared but the news is, hey, folks, you're going to be smeared anyway. If you're too timid to really go out and fight, then they're going to come for you and smear you uh, when they get around to you. Absolutely. Hey, Bill, I do have to let you go. Tell everybody where they go and check you and the New American Magazine and the John Birch Society out, sir. Very good. Yes. So uh, thenewamerican.com, that's the, T-H-E, thenewamerican.com, or JBS. Dot org jbs for john birch society jbs.org and great deals to join up you can join right yes. there and yep. get wonder, wonderful wonderful magazine and a, a wonderful group like you and and i appreciate everything that you do bill hey thanks so much i look forward to being back with you again we'll get you on next month everybody that was william f jasper the one and only it's been quite a while since we've had him on a wealth of knowledge and everything he said guys is happening and this is happening at an accelerated rate now all right everybody thank you bill thank you cv everybody say a prayer for brian and his father be here next week uh, i'm pretty sure brian's going to be back with us and we'll see you next time thank you for listening there are some dark days ahead, but always remember there's a glimmer of hope. They don't give up, okay? And we certainly want you to fight the good fight and stay here. Thank you for all the emails, all you guys. I've been trying to get back to all of you. I really, we really do appreciate it, though. Thank you so much. And um, God bless America. God bless our veterans. God bless the American people. And we'll talk to you next week. And God bless President Trump. Yes, sir. Good night.